Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. And how are we today? Oh my goodness. Well now, I know it's someone's birthday today. Little birdie told me. <laughs> In fact, the little birdie that told me was the birthday girl herself because she left me a lovely little message telling me that she loves my stories and that she's five but she's turning six today. So who could that be? Could it be Ella from Melbourne in Australia? I think it could be you. Happy, happy, happy birthday, Ella. And I hope that you have the most spectacular day and that you get everything that you have wished for. Oh, my goodness. I hope you are spoilt rotten today. <laughs> so, um, yes, happy, happy birthday, Ella. Um, and I know that it's not summer it's winter in Australia at the moment isn't it so um hopefully the weather isn't too bad and you can still go out somewhere are you having a party or um I don't know what do you do for your birthday go shopping or whatever what do you do let me know um but whatever you're doing I hope you have fun 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 doing it so happy birthday to ella from everybody so um i have received another a message from shalomo and binyamin which is well from their mum but it's also from them as well and um they have messaged a couple of times telling me that they love my stories and apparently because um they're on school holidays at the moment like my children they start off every day of their holidays um with our stories so how lovely is that so at least maybe maybe it helps mummy stay in bed a little bit longer <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, um, and I asked, because we finished the um, book three of The Far Away Tree yesterday, I asked if anybody had a certain book that they wanted to read um, next. And Shalomo has a list of books he's waiting to hear. He wants to hear the Amelia Jane books and Mr. Pinkwhistle. And what was the other one? Oh, the next one in The Faraway Tree, because he wants to know if there's another person that joins the children. I don't know the answer to that one. So we'll have to find out. We'll have to get the book four, won't we? And find out. Hmm. Well, we won't be reading that today, but I will be soon, definitely. And I'm actually quite interested to know now whether there's an, uh, an extra person joining them and who it will be. 
Mm. <laughs> so Binyamin, his brother, has his second wobbly tooth, which is very exciting because the last time um, Binyamin messaged was just after his first tooth fell out um, and the tooth fairy was coming. So it looks like he'll be getting a second visit soon from the tooth fairy. <laughs> so lucky, lucky Binyamin. Now, Shalomo's mum also said that um, he is starting to read chapter books. So sort of not just books with one um one story but different chapters like the books that i read so and he's starting to read them because he's not very confident reader um so uh he's bought the amelia jane books and he's starting to read those i am so happy that is amazing well done shalomo that just is so exciting that you've gone out and bought some books with chapters in and you can read a chapter a day <gasps> that's just so exciting well done you um, and keep at it because reading is so wonderful i when i read i imagine what the people look like in the books and i can see them in my head and it's just amazing so you carry on doing that that is i'm so excited for you so happy um so um i have I have a fun fact first, but be well, I have a fun fact, but before I say that, I'm going to also say that um, I've had, ad I'll start again, put my teeth back in, I've had, I still can't talk, um, we have added, there we go, um, four countries uh, in the, the last couple of days, we've added another four countries that are listening into our stories. So when the last time I counted, which was about three days ago, we had 118 countries around the world listening in. We now have 122. Oh my goodness. Children from 122 different countries around the world are listening to our stories. Hello to every single one of you. That is amazing and it makes me feel so happy. Oh, there we go. That's everything apart from we need a fun fact, don't we? And this is a this is a really good fun fact. I did not know this, um, but we all know what the Statue of Liberty is, don't we? That big lady that's in um, America um, standing in the middle of, well, not quite sure which water it is, but she's standing in the middle of water, in the middle of a harbour, I think. But, um, in fact... I'm going to have to Google that now because I'm going to have to look. Um, but um, so the Statue of Liberty and she's got a big torch um, 
that she holds up in the sky. But did you know it used to be a lighthouse? What? <laughs> that is right. About a month after its dedication and it put put there in 1886, it was a working lighthouse for about 16 years. And the torch, so the light that shine from the torch, making it the lighthouse, could be seen from 24 miles away. <gasps> wow. So that's just amazing, isn't it? So it wasn't just a statue standing there it was a useful lighthouse saving ships from being crashing and sinking how amazing is that so there you go that is the fun fact for the day wow so um now on to a story so we have got um, the storybook that, um, doodly do, let me see, I'm trying to move, manoeuvre things around here. Um, but we have got the story that I, or the book, sorry, that I borrowed from the library. And I had to renew it because I hadn't finished it, so I've got it for another month now. Um, but we have got that so one of the stories from that is called The Surprising Buns. So I thought we'd read that one. We wouldn't go straight into one of the other books. We would read this one because I've got to get it back to the library. So, you know, I've got to finish it at some point. <laughs> anyway, are you settled comfortably? Then I will begin. The Surprising Buns. Every Saturday, Mother Bustle baked some big curranty buns for her brother, Policeman Plodalong. He came to tea with her each Saturday afternoon and curranty buns were his favourite teatime dish. He liked them freshly baked, so Mother Bustle used to bake them just before he came and she put them out on a windowsill to cool while she went upstairs to put on a pretty dress. Somebody else liked Mother Bustle's curranty buns too. That was Little Grumple Goblin, who lived in the cottage next door. He always knew when Mother Bustle was baking buns because they smelt so good. Then he would look out of his window and watch to see if the old dame put them out to cool. How delicious they looked! Mother Bustle made them sugary on top and she put plenty of currants inside. Grumple had tasted them once or twice and he wished he could taste them again. Then he discovered that Mother Bustle always went upstairs to change her dress after she had put out the buns to cool on the windowsill. And as her bedroom was at the front of the cottage... And the kitchen was at the back. What could be easier than to take one or two buns off the sill when Mother Bustle was upstairs? It was very easy. Each Saturday, Grumple managed to take one or two buns off the sill. 
At first, Mother Bustle didn't notice that any were gone. But when Grumple got a little bit greedy and took four one Saturday, she frowned. Now surely I made more buns than this, she said, and counted them. <gasps> yes, there are four gone. Oh dear, oh dear, surely nobody is so mean as to steal a few of my currenty buns from me. Well, the next Saturday, four more buns went, and Mother Bustle couldn't imagine who could be stealing them. She was sure it wasn't Mr. Hoo-ha who lived on her right. And it couldn't be Mr. the Grumple Goblin, surely, because he was always so polite and well-mannered. He always lifted his hat to her, shook hands politely and asked how she was. No, no, it couldn't be the Grumple Goblin. Well then, who could it be? It must be some bad imp who had seen her buns on the sill and came each Saturday to take them. Mother Bustle wondered what to do about it. Then she smiled a little to herself. I know, she said. I'll make my buns as usual. But I'll put some magic glue on the top of them instead of that sugary stickiness. What a shock for the thief. So the next Saturday, she baked a batch of buns and on them, on some of them, sorry, she spread some strong magic glue. She put these to cool out on the windowsill. The others she put to cool in the larder. Then she went upstairs, as usual, to change her dress. Grumple saw the buns on the sill. Oh, not so many as usual. He wouldn't dare to take more than two. He crept along quietly, keeping behind the bushes. He put up his hands to take two of the buns. Ah, oh, that felt like a big one. Oh, and that one too. Off he went to his cottage with them and put them down on a plate. Oh, but wait, he couldn't put them down. They stuck to his hands. Oh, he couldn't get them off. Goodness gracious, what's happened, said Grumple in alarm. That silly old woman has put too much sugar on them. <gasps> They're as sticky as glue. It was no use. He couldn't get the buns off his hands. In the end, he had to go out and ask Billy the goat to eat the buns away from his hands. Billy was quite pleased to do this. But even when the goats had gone, the sticky stuff was still there. Grumple couldn't pick up anything without it sticking to him. He was really in despair. He looked at his sticky hands and suddenly felt sure that there must be some kind of magic in the stickiness. 
He must get rid of it at once. He couldn't go on day after day with hands as sticky as this. He thought he would go and see his sister, the artful goblin. She would be sure to know a spell to take the stickiness away. She would probably want him to do something difficult for her in return. Oh, but Grumple couldn't help that. And anyway, he could always break his promise. A little thing like that wouldn't bother Grumple. So off he went to his sister's. And who should be coming along to go to tea with Mother Bustle? But Policeman Plodalong, thinking joyfully of strong tea and currenty buns. He saw the Grumple Goblin and smiled at him. Mother Bustle had often told him of the polite, well-mannered Goblin. He held out his hand to Grumple. Good afternoon, he said. I'm so pleased to see you. How do you do? Well, Grumple shook hands without thinking. And then, to his horror, he found that he couldn't pull away his hand. The stickiness on it made it stick fast to Policeman Plodlong's hand. Hey, what's this? Hey, leave go. Don't be silly, Grumple. I'm not silly. I just can't help it, said Grumple, pulling hard. Oh, that hurts. I'm stuck to you and you're stuck to me. Well, you'll have to come along to Mother Bustles to see if she can unstick us, said Plodalong. And he and Grumple walked hand in hand to Mother Bustles. Grumple didn't want to go in at all, but he had to. Where Plodalong went, he had to go too. Mother Bustle was surprised to see the two coming in hand in hand. Well, well, are you such close friends, she cried. How do you do, Grumple? But Grumple couldn't let go of Plodalong's hand to shake hands with Mother Bustle. Plodalong explained to his sister. You see... There's some sticky magic on his hand, he said. Can't make it out. Can you do anything about it? Mother Bustle's sharp eyes went to Grumple's red face. Ho, 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 she cried. I think I know where that sticky magic came from. Oh, yes, I think I know. For shame, Grumple. Did you take my buns? Buns? Uh, What buns? said Grumple, pretending he knew nothing. Oh, well, if you didn't take them, it can't be my sticky magic, said Mother Bustle. I shan't be able to take it away then. Grumple looked in desperation at Mother Bustle's grim face. He couldn't be fastened like this to plod along all his life. No, he really couldn't. Well... I did take your buns, he said, but I'll pay for them. So just you set me free, you horrid old woman. Then I can get my purse out. What's this? roared Plodalong suddenly. You've been taking my sister's buns? Stealing them? Oh, so you're a thief, are you? 
Come along to the police station with me at once. Well, Grumple had to go, of course, because he couldn't take his hand away from Plodalongs. Mother Bustle went with them, and as soon as Grumple was safely in prison, she poured some magic water over his hands, and away went the stickiness at once. His hand fell away from the policeman's, and Plodalong went outside the door and locked him in. Let him spend a night there, said Mother Bustle, just to teach him a lesson. The wicked little creature, so polite and well-mannered, and so bad-hearted underneath. I'm sure it is he who's been taking Dame Click's eggs and Mother Lucy's washing off her line. <gasps> Grumple spent a lonely night locked up. In the morning he was allowed to go home, looking scared and miserable. When he got there, Mother Bustle popped her head over the wall. Well, Grumple, let this be a lesson to you. And remember this. If ever I think you're taking things that don't belong to you again, you'll find your hands as sticky as you did yesterday. So just you be careful. Mother Bustle still puts her currently buns out on her windowsill to cool every Saturday. But since that time, she hasn't missed a single bun. Grumple doesn't dare to go near them <laughs> oh my goodness me well that's what you get if you take things that don't belong to you it's not good is it always ask first oh my goodness me currency buns do sound nice though i must admit i would quite like a currency bun with icing on the top and a cherry on right on the very top what do you think does that sound nice oh maybe ella's having something like that for her birthday oh nice <laughs> anyway i am going to the library in a little while to read another story but i don't know which one we're going to read um i think we're going to read one about a worm roger the worm or something like that i think um, somebody asked for that yeah, last week. So we will see if we can find that one and read it to them. Luckily, I don't have to have any of the um, those books because they're all at the library. So um, that is my day. I'm going to the library this morning and then, um, I don't know, coming home and playing with my children. Um, I am enjoying, um, I was asked actually if I was enjoying the holidays, the school holidays. Um, Shalomo and Binyamin's mummy asked me. And yes, thank you, I am enjoying it, but I'm working most of the time. So I'm not spending a lot of time with the children at the moment. But during this month, um, I think I've got two weeks and then I've got a whole week off. And I am really, really going to enjoy that week. Um, I'm looking forward to spending some time with them. But at the moment, I only get the weekends and Wednesdays. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would have liked to have had the whole holidays off with them. But unfortunately, work did not allow that. <laughs> they said no. Um, so anyway... 
Um, I hope you're enjoying the school holidays and I hope you're managing to spend um, lots of time with the boys. So I'm going to go and get ready to go to the library. I hope you all have the most wonderful, wonderful day, um, especially Ella, um, because it's your birthday. But everybody else have a lovely day too. So make sure you take care and make sure you stay safe and i will see you all tomorrow bye for now